Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Sports Business Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Eric Compton, a.k.a. Mr. Town Business. And as always, I got my co-host, my battle buddy, my brother from another mother, the one and only Brian Fairfield, a.k.a. Mr. Big Sarge. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Hey, man, nothing much, man. I hope y'all had a happy Thanksgiving, BB. I know you went back east, and it was uh, Iceberg Slim out there where you was at, so I hope you back in Texas warming up a little bit by heat or something. Bro, let me tell you something, man. It was nine degrees at one point, and <laughs> then it warmed up to 18, and they were like, oh, man, it's, it's getting hotter. I was like, do you realize I'm from a place where it's 75 degrees, and you add humidity, and it's like 85 then? Like right now, bro, I, I woke up this morning with the air conditioner on, and it's December the 1st. Jeez Louise, man. Guys. Yeah. But here's, let me, sorry, man, man. I just thought about this, bro. Before my second deployment in 2014, I had to go to Fort Hood in like March or April, right? For like this weird training for like three months I was out there. Had to do like, it was almost like our version of NTC, but since we we're aviation, it was completely ran different. Anyways, make a long story short, we was, at, we was out in North Fort Hood uh, for three months, but we had, for some reason, they had to make me go to the range back on main post and it was like literally dead smack in the middle of the April BB. And the wind, like it was seven degrees. And we had to get up at like five. You know how rain days is. They can tell you get up at like five o'clock in the morning. The first round will go up to like nine, nine o'clock. Yeah. Bro. I don't be understanding that, man. So anywho. So we we up at like 4.30 in the morning. And so when I left from Georgia going to Texas, I was like, oh man, we don't, I don't need no cold weather gear, man. I put all that stuff in my AMB bag, put it in the Connex. And shipped it off going towards Afghanistan. Only thing I had was the Under Armour tights. And you remember the old, the, the green fleece? That everybody, yeah. So that's the only <laughs> coat. And a ninja mask. That's all I had for cold weather gear, BB. So they said, tell me, yeah, Compton, you got to go. You got to go uh, to the range. I said, for what? It was like, yeah, we need you to qualify again. I said, for why? Like, bro, ain't nobody. This is done. Anywho, <laughs> I was the E4P. I ain't really had no say so, bro. So I had to go. So, bro, it was seven degrees with the wind chill of minus 10, bro. In Texas, in Fort Hood, Hood. yeah, Central Texas. So once you get, so once you get from Central Texas going up towards like Dallas, Fort Worth, and all that, going up, headed up towards like Oklahoma and all that, bro, it snows in Dallas. It's no, so where you was, yeah, where you were, the Central Tex, Central part of Texas gets really cold. It gets really cold. It even snows Mm -hmm. in like uh, Colleen Temple. Uh, Waco, things like that, surrounding areas. Gatesville, <laughs> <laughs> but not hey. in Houston. Yeah, not, man. Sorry, not, not down here. But we, no, nah, we don't. Uh, uh-uh, uh, we. It snowed here one one Christmas. It snowed here, bro. Everybody took pictures, and we like we had to hurry up because in thirty minutes later it was already melting. Yeah, man. Vegas. You know why I'm at right current right now? Where I live in Vegas. Every now and then, like I would say, every three or four years, we get a little bit of snow. But like you said, we got hurry to take pictures before that ice melt. There, I think a couple of years ago, maybe like five or six years ago, the snow was on the ground for like a good two days or something like that. So, hey, E, everybody's out there building, uh, building them struggle snowmen like them chicks be trying to have them struggle ponytails. <laughs> they was over there the, pulling them back, huh? Exactly. <laughs> trying to use anything to make them sure them, uh, them snowmans, man. I feel you on that. But uh, no, but all, all honesty, man, I hope everyone got to have time, you know, spend time with their families, uh, eat some food, 
uh, 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 grub on, have good fellowship. I know uh, you did. I know I did. Um, and then I hope y'all got some steals out there on uh, Black Fridays and Sat- uh, Cyber Mondays. Uh, Lord knows I did, BB. And uh, anybody knows me, I knows I'm a shoot kind of sore. And I missed out on the mellow retro 13s when they hit the retail. And I went to the outlets Black Friday. And I seen this line that was super duper long for Nike. I was like, man, this, don't, this is Vegas. Like, I ain't never seen no line this long for, for to go into a Nike store. And so I, we stood in line for about 15, 20 minutes. Line, the line was the line was moving. So we probably got in there within 25 minutes, man, if that. And so when we got in, everything in the store was an additional 40% off. And sure enough, they had the, uh, the black and gold uh, 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 retro 13. So I was able to scoop them up for the low low. So... Uh, ah, yeah, man. Yeah. Man, listen. All I need to know is, you know, uh, 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 offline. Can we talk about the plug for the concourse? That's getting ready. To I'm into, yeah. We will definitely talk off. Uh, talk to you. I'm gonna talk to you offline about that because I'm into uh, hit you up about that. Uh, so yeah, we'll talk about that on, on the off take show, man. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, getting into it, man. We don't. I think we've talked about college football maybe about what, three or four times on the show, BB. Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah. So anybody knows me. I'm, I'm originally from Oakland, California, man. So um, we don't really have ties to college football besides, you know, Cal Berkeley and Stanford. But, you know, Northern California really isn't a breeder. You know, we don't really – we're not really known to college football. Like, we don't really watch it. We don't really follow it. Uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, we kind of don't really start watching until around this time of the year just because there's so many bowl games on. Um, I know where you at. It's a – it's almost probably bigger than the pros when you at down there in Texas. So, you know, I thought today we changed up a little bit and talked a little bit about college football. Um, with that being said, I think, what is it, two weeks from now? Nah, starting next week, bowl season starts. So, you know, they got all these crazy bowl games that they got. You know, the New Era Pinstripe Bowl out there in Yankee Stadium. They got a bowl in the Caribbean, the Bahamas. Um, you know, the Hawaii. You know, they got all these bowl games, man. And uh, something that I've been uh, kind of – looking at is that it might and this is kind of the reason why i don't really watch college football one because there's too many bowl games two we're rewarding everybody and then three like you know people pe- i would say the older generation are knocking these kids for not wanting to play these bowl games because they want to sit there and worry about their draft stock if i was a, if i was a guy like ed oliver and i didn't even make it to the college football players like what's the point if you're not in the new here's my thing if you're not in the new year six games uh, or, or the college football playoff games, man. What's the point? Like, I don't understand that, dude. Now, here go, here's the thing, though, bro. <clears throat> I've always wondered, like, what's the point in general? Even if you make it to the, you know, the college football playoffs, right? So let's just say a kid like if Tua, <clears throat> let's say Tua next year, and Alabama goes back to the the national championship Which game. They will. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a given that they will. Like. You play in it, you know, I guess to increase your draft status, maybe, or maybe not. So, because cause I've always wondered, like, you get to become a national champion, but how much does that factor in when you're doing your contract for the NFL? And not, you don't benefit, but you get, like, some some gifts. You may get a ring. You may get the, 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 the privilege to say that you won a national championship, but Nick Saban is the one who gets the bonus. Right, you're absolutely right. And it's almost like, you know, you know, like we kind of just brought up a couple of army stories. It's kind of like, you know, when we go to basic training and people be getting a basic training, I didn't get a basic training ring for what? Like, I ain't got nothing to say. You know, I mean, I probably want to, I think I haven't seen anybody from my basic training platoon or battalion in my whole military career. So that's exactly. So it's a slip. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, you're going to get a ring and you're going to celebrate the memories. Um, 
But I don't think, like you said, I don't think that they get a bonus. They get a couple of free gifts, you know, a PS4 here and there, um, you know, maybe some uh, tickets to, to, to some some type of show in New York if they're out there. But uh, other than that, I mean, I don't see what the big deal is. And I've just never seen what the point of rewarding all of these teams into a uh, into a, a bowl game, especially some of these teams that ain't got six wins um, with under 500 records. Um, I know it's all about the money at the end of the day, but first of all, like, I mean, I'm not going to the Las Vegas Bowl, and I live here, and it, it, it's being held at my job. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that just shows you that I have zero interest in in whatever whoever plays. So, I mean, hey, e, what's up? e, it's the equivalent to like buying a Kobe Bryant CD. You'd be like, why? Right, exactly. Or Chris Webber <laughs> CD. Like, I mean, what's, what's what, what benefit are you getting off of it? So, I think I think for me personally, you know, seeing these kids who want to you know drop out of the bowl game and people want to chastise them. Man, first of all, a lot of these guys are about to make a lot of money. They, they don't want to sit there risk the injury. Second of all, you know, the, the players that are doing the most, you know, complaining or anything like, you know, it's just, you know, it's just one little extra game that I guess to then, you know, have one last hoorah, but you're going to take the memories with you one way or another. If you play one extra game or no extra game, I don't think I've met somebody um, who was like, bruh, the national championship game, you know, or even the, you know the the uh, 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 the holiday boy in, in San Diego, man, like that that game just you know that was my make it or break it game in my career. Like the scouts got enough film on you, I don't think another scout's gonna sit there and determine what you could do off of one game. But that's just my personal opinion. I look at it like this, man. I don't know if you remember a while back I did a segment called "Teammates Are Overrated" when I was talking about. You know, just talking about in general how all these people are saying about this, that, you know, do it for your teammates, do it for your teammates. The only time your teammates come into play is if you don't make it to the NFL. <laughs> and that guy who was a walk-on is like a CEO or something or, you know, uh, the guy can get you to hook up on something. That's when teammates are valuable. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, these people who be screaming out, uh, these people who be screaming out, you know, do it for your teammates, do it for your teammates, they're like third string. And that means the, the most important thing to them or these journalists who never ever played or these sports media personalities who never ever played the game or even the ones who do play the game do it for your teammates those are the ones who didn't have friends in high school bro here's my thing if I was a third string player and I sat there and they, they said I'm gonna do it for them. nah bro don't do it for the teammates I need to get up out of here so I can get my shine on bro because if these guys gonna sit there and be looking at these game films at least I can sit there and shine in one game and hopefully see if they see my drafts about to go up so nah it ain't for the teammates but nah I need you to get up out of here so I can get on this field if I was a third string player <laughs> right <laughs> exactly exactly that's what I'm trying to do it for get, get up. hey bro don't do it for look hey man you gotta protect your draft status man you shouldn't, yeah. you shouldn't even play man yeah, just me. go ahead and sit this one out and get your gift bag and I'm gonna be there for you and you know I hope it ain't cold because if it's cold coach say you can't wear no jacket unless you start yeah yeah man so <laughs> so so yeah man that, that's just my thing so anyways moving on man um definitely today is going to determine what the top four teams are going to be looking like going into tomorrow when they announce it man so they got a couple of bangers out here man we definitely got to go over to you know we, we and I got some ties over there in Atlanta man where they throwing that big old SEC uh uh, uh, conference championship game between well we're having a rematch of Bama against Georgia where Bama beat them a little bit earlier this year. Was that in Bama or was that in uh, Augusta or Alvin? Yeah. <laughs> did they I they didn't they did they had, they Georgia, I'm sorry. But I don't think they I don't think that Bama and Georgia played this year. The last time they played was the National Championship game, was because they're they're in two different conferences. They're in two different Alabama conferences, was- but I think they did play each other, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think because- they I mean, Georgia only has one loss, and that was to LSU. Maybe they didn't play either. No, they, last time they played was the National Championship game. Okay. So it's a yeah. rematch of the National Championship game. So you just show you, I don't, you know, I don't 
really watch a lot of college football. <laughs> um, um, I just, you know, I just keep up with it. But yeah, so I guess they didn't play this year. I thought they did. I must have got a mistake with LSU. But so we're going to have a rematch of the national championship game um, tonight uh, or today, I should say, with uh, Bama against Georgia, man. What, do you think Kirby Smart has a, has a fighting chance to beat uh, Alabama today? So... I do think that I do think that they do have a chance because um, that you know they have a, a, a very good defense. You know they 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 rebounded from last year from losing some uh, big name starters like Rose and things mm-hmm. like that. They do have a chance, but the only way I feel that they can win today, the only way is if they put in a what's the backups quarterback name? Uh, Justin Fields, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Justin Fields over uh, Jake Fromm. Yes, because mm-hmm. that kid's an athlete. And if you know anything, if, if, if any of you all have been watching college football, the only way to beat Alabama is with a versatile, uh, quote-unquote, black, excuse me, athletic quarterback. <laughs> That's the only way to beat him. And Justin Fields brings that, that different aspect to the game. So if Kirby, Smart, if Kirby Smart can pull a Nick Saban from the championship game last year, and what I'm referencing to is that there's no game last year, on him. With two yeah, coming that, in. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. They pulled uh, Jalen Hurts, who had been a starter, and put in Tua, which nobody had no game for. If if Kirby Smart <clears throat> pulls that this year, they have a chance to beat Alabama. Okay. I, yeah, I, you know what? You're absolutely right. And I think, for some reason, I'm going to go with Georgia's just because it's practically a home game for them right there. And, and I, um, man, I ain't going to lie. I wish I could go to this game. Um but I think I think you're absolutely right, BB. I think that if Jake Fields, or I think it's Fields is his name over Jake Fromm, um, yeah, Justin Fields, Justin Fields can get in, and you know they kind of pull a, a reverse Jedi mind trick on uh, Nick Saban. I definitely think that uh, they they do got a chance. Their defense has been playing stellar. I do know that about Georgia and um, the running back Holyfield and the running back duel that they got over there. They're they're probably one of the best one two punches in the nation. My only thing about this, BB, is that. <sighs> As much as I think that can work, I don't know if it can work. And that's double, it's, it's a double negative if you think about it. Um, the reason why I think, the only, my only doubts about putting fields in, fields in a game of this magnitude is one, we don't really know what he brings to the table. And two, is he, does he have enough ice in his veins to be able to perform in, under pressure of, of that nature is my question. Because well, here's, here's the thing though, E, last year, no, uh, Nick Saban, put in a quarterback that hadn't played nothing but garbage time in the national championship game and he performed so it could true. work it could work that's true uh, um, that is true so I, I definitely but you know what um, I definitely think that uh, I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say um, uh, uh, George is going to be in Alabama man. well you can go out on that limb by yourself bro because I'm not <laughs> I, 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 I look like I feel like this. I wouldn't be surprised if Georgia beats Bama. Uh, I would. You would? I would, man. It's entirely just too much talent on the other side of the ball. And you can't, uh, although, although you know, Fromm is good. They have two. Uh, I think he's a good game manager. He's like a Kirk Cousins. Yeah, exactly. And they have two good running backs. Um, Evander Holyfield's son is one. And that's the reason why they lost to LSU, you know, because they would not. They didn't run the ball. Exactly. And so I don't know if you could run the ball against that Alabama defense and wear him down, but also um, Calvin Ridley's brother's still there as well. So they have mm-hmm. a good, uh, they good, they have a good receiving core. I just think that in order to beat Alabama, 
you have to keep one the pressure off of you two you got to keep the element of surprise that's why i say if they don't start feel let him come in and play some and, and let him do more than just running yeah, yeah. Kind of put them in the, like kind of the position that uh the one of the New Orleans Saints got with that uh that quarterback they got uh he, uh I can't even think of his name right like, Tatum or something like that. Uh, yeah. Almost, yeah. So it's gonna be a a, 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 a interesting game. Um, and I'm gonna tie I'm gonna tie this game into two uh, three other games that's going on, and then we're gonna talk about the Red River rivalry part two of the season. Um, I think what is it the first time in five or six years that the Big Twelve finally has a championship conference championship game. Yes, it is. And rightfully is. so. Rightfully so. I thought they should have been had a conference championship game. I know that the NCAA constitutes that in order for you to have a conference championship game, you have to have 12 teams in the conference, two divisions, blah, 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 blah. No, the Big 12 always had a conference championship game, and they should have kept the conference championship game. With that being said, we got um, part two of the Red River rivalry with Texas against the number five ranked Oklahoma team. Is Texas going to be able to double up Shouty on them this year? Uh, I am. I definitely say, and I ain't even going out on a limb. I'm going out on the whole tree. Yes, I think that Texas. <laughs> I think that Texas can pull. Uh, can can beat uh, Oklahoma again, and this is the reason why. One, for one of the reasons that I don't like, uh, which is one of, one of the reasons I don't like the University of Texas, is the reason why I love the University of Texas, because Tom Herman seems to perform in big games. He did it at U of H. He even did it this year. If you look at the games that they lost, I mean, they were still in the game. They lost to West Virginia by one point. They lost mm-hmm. to Oklahoma State barely. And, you know, Maryland. the Maryland game, they just dropped the first game of the season. Yeah. I believe yeah. that, you know, I'm, I'm going to say the same thing that I said the other day about the Cowboys being able to beat the, uh, the, the Saints. I said, if you keep Drew Brees off the field, you can, you can win. If Texas can keep Kyler Murray off of the field, they will be doing good. If they can put together some methodical drives like they can, because they love to run the ball mm-hmm. as well. If they keep him off the field, they definitely have a chance to win. They cannot let him get on the field uh, multiple times. Just keep him off, and the more you keep him on the bench over there, the better chance you have of winning. And I think that, the, I think that Texas has grown up this season. I think that you know, that, that they put together, you know, uh, uh, a better season than what most people thought. So I believe that the University of Texas can beat them. They have a, a weakness at defensive back. You know, they're, they're, their defensive backs are not that strong, but their front seven is really, Very really good. good. Yeah. Got to keep Kyler Murray in the pocket. Uh, you know, this game is being played at AT&T Stadium, and it's, the, it's almost going to be like you look at the same things that the say keys to victory that you're looking at for the Cowboys on Thursday going into that game against the Saints mm-hmm. as you do you know University of Texas has to take that exact same game plan going in against the uh the Oklahoma Sooners you just one you got to keep them off the field and two you keep Kyler Murray in the pocket although he has a strong arm he's short just like I said about Drew Brees Drew Brees Keep him in the pocket. You can beat him all day. Keep Kyler Murray in the pocket. He can't see over all of the linemen. He, he doesn't like the confusion around him, which is why he always gets out of the pocket. You see what I'm saying? If Absolutely. He could, if Absolutely. he could, he'll have the left tackle or the right tackle hike him the ball. Absolutely. Yeah, and not to mention, you know, 
I don't know if you heard about this, but Kyler Murray's already kind of expressed grumbles that even after this year, he ain't even coming back to Oklahoma. Uh, he's, you know, he signed to, uh, I think he was like one of the top 10 draft picks in the major league, major leagues um, baseball. So he's he's already said that after this year, he's going to pursue with his baseball career, which is, I mean, smart. This dude's like 19, 20 years old, already got 5 million just off of a signing bonus with the A's. So, um, you know, that's that, that kind of plays into effect, too. I think there might be some some grumbles in the locker room showing that, you know, this possibly could be his last last game if he don't play, uh, if they don't win as well. So, um, and, it's, and it's smart, too, E, because, I mean, I'd rather have a 95-mile-an-hour uh, 95 fastball or curveball coming at me than I would a 65-265-pound uh, uh, defensive lineman or linebacker barreling down and and tackling me. Oh yeah, for sure. It's a definitely a longevity. Even if he doesn't make it to the pro, you know, to the big show as they call it in the majors, even if it's playing in the minor leagues, he's already gotten five million, you know, which is a substantial amount of money. If you do your money right, you can definitely uh live off of that, you know, you know, uh without without uh going beyond your means. So um it's gonna be definitely interesting to see that. Another game I wanna uh try to tie this into is gonna be uh this is an interesting game, man, because this one particular team, um, they're just super-duper tricky. They, they're they just so hit or miss uh, playing against the number six-ranked uh, team in the nation, Ohio State, against Northwestern, who's ranked 21. Um, I expect Ohio State to win, but Northwestern's a tricky team, man. Like, when you sit there and doubt the boys, for some reason, they always come back and hit you over the head and just hit you with, like, one of these national upset games, man. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Um Urban Meyer always comes up, uh, head coach at o- Ohio State University. He always comes up uh, in big games. It's always the mediocre games that he does not seem mm-hmm. to fare well in. If you go back and you look at it, uh, that Maryland game, if the quarterback sets his feet, Ohio State loses that game, and they're mm-hmm. not even in contention to even have a chance to play in this game. But if the quarterback from Maryland sets his feet on that two-point conversion and hits the wide-open wide receiver, it's it, it's lights out game over. I, I, I think that sometimes Ohio State plays down to their competition. And I'm not saying that, that Northwestern is a bad team, but mm-hmm. they're not on the caliber as uh, as, as Ohio same, same stage as, as Ohio State. But by the same token, just like what you said, they are a funny, sneaky type team. Very much so. Very you know, much watching so. Them play, watching them play this year. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, very much so. Um, let me ask this question, BB. If they win, do you think they're going to get an at-large bid for a New Year's Six game? They being yeah. Northwestern. Uh, yeah, they will. I think they're they'll gonna get that. They'll get an at-large bid. They have to. Power, win. power Five Conference, of course. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. So if they win, I they they got to get an at-large bid. I would think. Yeah, exactly. I, I think so as well. Um, and then moving in, um, we'll talk about uh, we'll go into Clemson, the number two ranked team against uh, Pittsburgh. I think uh, you know, in the ACC championship game, um, I I what is up with Clemson this year? Like, you know, they have the whole uh quarterback controversy where the quarterback uh, um, was he just basically the backup basically took over him and he Kelly Kelly Bryant is his name I couldn't think of his name off the top of my head but Kelly Bryant um, you know he left the college he left, he left the University of Clemson for the new quarterback that they got um, and you know they've been really 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 just like I don't know if they're their number two ranked team. I think they've just been they gotten a pass this whole year. I know their defensive front. I think all four of the dudes might be a first round draft pick going into this year's uh, NFL draft as far as the pass versus go. But are they really the number two ranked team? And if so, why? So here's the thing with Clemson, <clears throat> and 
it's funny you say that because uh and you know this is going to be a shameless 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 plug but um <laughs> on uh monday night after the uh houston texans defeated the um tennessee titans I, I was in the locker room and i was talking to uh uh, wide receiver for the Houston Texans, DeAndre Hopkins. You know, he's a former uh, Clemson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I say, uh, you know, Clemson may have a chance if they can make it to the national championship game to beat Alabama. He's like, we're going to beat Alabama. And I say, well, why do you say that, Mr. Hopkins? He says, because for as good as our running game is, for as good as our quarterback is, people underestimate our wide receivers. He said, our wide receivers are really good. And so I was like, that got me to start thinking. And I went back and I looked and I was like, you know what? He a- actually has a point. I mean, of course he would because of... You know, He's an alum, yeah. Exactly, but, you know, so I, I look at Clemson as they, they on the defensive side of the ball, just like you said, the front four is good. Mm-hmm. But that quarterback, what they call him, Sunshine... Yeah, uh, remember the it, Titans. <laughs> yeah, he, he has... Listen, the, the guy has all the intangibles. He, he has all the intangibles to go to the next level. And I look at it as he's one of the ones, because he has a big, strong arm as well. The, the problem with him is can he stay healthy? He's had some nagging injuries, and if he gets hit too much, then that's going to throw their season all the way down the drain. But their uh, they're running back, uh, what's his name, Etan or something like Etan's that? Etan's very, very nice. Yes, very good. And very so that's good. why I say... Uh, that's why I say that they uh, uh, that they can. Travis Etienne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very, very good. Super duper underrated. Um, like I said, I, I you know I'm a huge. I like Clemson. I love. I'm a big Dabo Sweeney guy. I think he's just. I mean, his energy is just. I mean, if that dude came here and I, and, you know, if I had a kid, I think he the, the, just the sight of that man coming in here and just the, the kindness of you know his 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 genuine genuinity, if that's even a word. Um, yeah, it, uh, it's just you can just see that he's such such a super uh, humble and uh, genuine guy. Um, I just I just love Dabble Sweeney, but at the at the same time, you know, me being on the West Coast, we haven't been able to. I haven't really seen a lot of footage on Clemson to be like, yes, that is the second best team, um, and that kind of goes into what I'm about to do right now. We're gonna play this real quick game, BB. Name your top four teams because I think uh, I have it as Bama. Uh, who's number two? Clemson, Notre Dame, and Georgia. No, yeah, Notre Dame and Georgia. So those are your top four. I'm gonna tell you right now, Notre Dame is not a top four team to me. I say that straight up. Why? Okay, so maybe before I answer, let me ask you this: Why do you think that they're not? What is their quality? Who who have they beaten this year? Well, name, I mean, besides Michigan, but Michigan got blown out of the field um, against uh, Ohio State last week. Yeah, so if that's the case, then who has Clemson beat? Well, that's that's what I'm. That's kind of why I'm tying it into. <laughs> so that, that's Clemson, that's where yeah, I'm going with it. Um, Should have lost to Clemson. Could have lost to, easily to A and M. You know, some calls go go here or there, and they've only you know after that what they've only played two ranked teams in North Carolina State and, and Boston College. But so I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut in on your. But so finish. I'm sorry, I, I digress. Finish telling me why you don't think that Notre Dame is. Oh, I don't think Notre Dame was top one. One because they haven't beaten anybody. Two, this has been a typical Notre Dame where they sit there and run the table because one, they're not in a conference, and they sit there and they play teams that are mediocre. They would be like one of the top thirty to forty percent teams in the nation. You know, they're they're good, but they're not a a national powerhouse teams. I mean, they they played a very very weak USC team. Stanford wasn't really that good this year. Um, like I said, Michigan is probably the best win that they have. 
um, this whole year, if you ask me. And that was all the way up to last week when Michigan got smoked by uh, Ohio State. So with, with that being said, the reason why I think I'm not going to give Notre Dame the benefit of the doubt because I guarantee you when they go play, whoever they whoever they play in the, in the college football player, they're about to get smoked. They're about to get smoked so bad, BB, the gold on their helmet is about to be falling off and turning into a uh, 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 copper practice. So you're calling for another uh, uh, blowout like when Manti Teo was there? That's exactly what's about to happen. That's exactly what's about to happen, bro. They about to get smoked off the field, man. I don't think so. I think that this Notre Dame team is totally different this year. They haven't played anybody. They they haven't faced any adversity where they're going to be to play Bama or even let's just say say Georgia beats Bama today. I'm pretty sure Bama will probably move to either three or four and Georgia will be two, probably two, Mm -hmm. and Clemson will be number one. I don't even think they're gonna be there. I think Georgia will smoke them off the field. Well, so so e, let's look at it like this: they beat they beat Michigan the first week of the season, who potentially rose to what the number four, number five team. Just Three, I think, is the highest they got to. Okay, and and just you know before they they took their loss to uh, Ohio State last year, and they also had the number one ranked defense, and they beat them. They beat a number seven uh, ranked team at the time in Stanford. They beat number twenty four Virginia Tech. They beat number twelve Syracuse, and they also beat the team that's playing for the Big Ten championship today in Northwestern. Like e, like we can't really knock them for they played a really strong schedule. One of the schedules, one of the hardest schedules in college football. You can you can clearly put Alabama's schedule up against Notre Dame and you can say Notre Dame has played a tougher schedule. Then you can, you can put Notre Dame up against the other three schools that, that's in the college football playoff rankings right now and say, well, they actually played a better schedule because that Pitt team wasn't bad either. Isn't Pitt playing for... Uh, 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 what is... If Pitt is Pitt's playing... playing play, Pitt's playing uh, Clemson today in the ACC championship game. So you see what a I'm A non-ranked Pitt team. I might so, say. Two, look, two, but two of the teams, two uh, of the teams that's playing for conference championships today is uh, uh, two of the teams playing for conference championships. Notre Dame has beaten. That's so, all I'm saying. It's like they have played some good competition to me. So you're going to take Pitt, that's in a weak ACC team where Miami fell off the face of the nation as soon as the season started. Duke wasn't nowhere where they needed to be. Um, I'm trying to think. Virginia Tech, I mean, they were ranked 24 at the time, but they didn't make no noise after that. Um, you know, so the ACC, I mean, I know they kind of predominantly stayed in the ACC. I mean, they like they haven't really shown up. You want to go over to the Big Ten where their roots should be. And if you, I mean, the Big, the Big Ten – uh, where the roots should be, and if you ask me, they're more of a Big Ten team than the ACC team. Yeah, you could say Northwestern, which is, you know, like I said, they're very hit or miss. You just don't know what you're going to get. Um, you know, they're pretty good. Syracuse, eh, I mean, eh, I guess. I know they give Clemson a run for their money. Um, they beat Michigan. Um, like I said, they beat a Stanford team. Yes, they were ranked seven at the time, but they they didn't even make it to the uh, Pac-12 championship game. USC, I don't even think, broke 500 this year, so I think you're going more off of the names and who like the names of these teams as opposed to looking in at the, at the actual X like actually at the time. Um, that's that's what I'm looking at. So E, let me let, let me let me quickly, quickly run down this schedule for you. And then you tell me if you think that this is a powerful schedule. Louisville, Arkansas State, Mississippi, Texas AM, uh, University of Louisiana, Lafayette, Arkansas, Missouri, Tennessee, LSU, Mississippi State, the Citadel, and Auburn. You must be talking about Alabama schedule. And they're in the rank number one, E. 
That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, so can we okay, go okay, this and, okay. and scrutinize the same? Thing? We can scrutinize that schedule the exact same way, right? You can absolutely do that. But let me ask you. Let me let me answer that question. Look how Bama beat each of one of those teams. What, were they even close? Like, did anybody even get within ten points with the with with Bama? Besides maybe LSU, I can pick off at the top of my head. Like Alabama steamrolled through everybody. Like it wasn't even up for debate. Yeah, but they didn't play. They didn't. For one, they didn't play play any. Okay, I put it like this: You think an LSU team that gave up seventy-four points last week is a good team? I think they're an outstanding team. LSU? I think I think I think they're pretty good. I think they're good. Yeah, bro, I don't. I think that they're they're one-dimensional, bro. They run like three offensive plays. They run <laughs> a, they run a sweep, a dive, and then let me throw the ball down the. Field. A play action, like, a, 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 yeah, a play action, tight end. I want to post exactly. And then you turn around. <laughs> do you take an A and M team? Who 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 gave up seventy two points? Their quarterback isn't good. They got they got a very good uh, talented wide receiver core, but Mond isn't something to you know. Oh yeah, I ain't, yeah, yeah. Mississippi yeah. State, their best offensive weapon is their quarterback slash running back. Yeah, so they played the Citadel, L- Louisiana Lafayette, Arkansas isn't there just yet. Uh, Louisville is, will never be rise back to promise. So that's all I'm saying. Ole Miss has underachieved. Always, they've we, always, always underachieved. Yeah, I, I think that we can look at it the same way because some people uh, are pushed towards the SEC bias and say, well, you know, if they're in the SEC. Look at the quality amount of teams they're playing. No, they're really not playing anybody. Like the the, the, the SEC to me is always top heavy, and that's what pushes them through. They're top heavy. Super top heavy. Well, I mean, Kentucky kind of rose up this year. Yeah, but I mean, you have those teams that listen. Every year coming in, you don't know what you're going to get from Mississippi or from Ole Miss or Mississippi State, and so every, they, they flip flop. And then or you'll Florida. have a team. Yeah, you'll have a team like uh, like that. Uh, you remember one year? What was it? Three years ago, Missouri was like one of the best teams. I was just about to, see. yeah, I was just about to bring them up too. Missouri, uh, Vanderbilt's been you know kind of hit or miss. Um, you, you, I mean, you bring up a good part here. Yeah, they, they're super duper top heavy, and so if you take away what is that, Bama, Georgia, LSU, what's that three teams? Uh, maybe uh, Auburn, uh, Auburn sometimes. Auburn when they're sometimes. Playing. Florida's another sometime team. So that's what six teams out from four or five teams, five or six yeah. teams right there that we just named off, and then. You got the bottom. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. But also at the same time, I think, yeah, you're right. I, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. It, that, that makes sense. Um, but I just think, I don't know. I, I just know I, I I don't see Notre Dame going to the college football playoff getting it. The, here's what I say. If they play Clemson, it'll be a close game. But if they play Bama, Georgia, if Bama and Georgia somehow, if Georgia somehow beats Bama and they're able to stay in the college, college football playoffs, them two teams, then Notre Dame does not stand a chance, bro, at all. Hey, look, I look at it like this. One, I think that Notre Dame has a very the, – the thing that stands out to me, they have a very big team. They are big across the board everywhere. And I think that that, that could, could um, totally throw off some of those teams that they would play if they would face like a – you know, because Al- Alabama, they, they always come in bigger, faster, stronger. Well, Notre Dame – they they're not they're, I, I, they're not bad either. Now I don't like Notre Dame because I think that they should be in a conference. But if you're gonna keep playing a schedule like this, maybe not. Like they play, they almost play like a um, like a, a ACC type schedule though. That's what I'm saying. They they were I think they're a Big Ten team that played the ACC schedule. Yeah. So. Yeah, so. Um, I, I, I that, think, 
You take yeah. Notre Dame. You gonna take Notre Dame against? I'm taking. I'll take Notre Dame against Clemson, baby. I'll take. I'll take Notre Dame against. I, I would take Notre Dame against whoever gets in at the at that number four spot. So I don't yeah. know about Clemson. I don't think they can. I don't know if they can beat Clemson. Clemson is pretty talented as well. So let's just say Bama loses. Bama beats Georgia today. Who's your number fourteen? Is it Oklahoma or Ohio State? Well, I, I got Oklahoma losing. But if Oklahoma wins, I definitely put Oklahoma in over Ohio State. And they're going to get ran off the field by Bama, bro. Yeah. Bama's going to run everybody off the field except Clemson. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. I think this Georgia-Bama game is going to be close. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, I personally, you, know what I don't, e, you know what I don't want to happen, though? Ohio State to get in. Oh, that's one. I definitely do not want them to get in. But I don't want to hear after today's SEC championship game where you all just watched the national the national championship game was played in the no it wasn't it was not I don't want to hear that and you know that that's, that's the, it, oh yeah it's about, oh, it's about to take place I already know three people off the top of my head is about to say that <laughs> I already know three people off the top of my head is about to sit there and say that well probably more than three actually that the national championship game is today in Atlanta um, no that's the SEC championship game maybe three or four years ago I would have said yeah the national championship game is uh was uh, held in Atlanta, but it, it, it ain't gonna be that way. Um, with that being said, man, uh, so you think you're saying Oklahoma will probably be your number fourteen if Bama if they beat Texas? If they beat Texas, and if Bama beats Georgia, I would say my number fourteen probably it's probably gonna by default it's gonna go to Bama. I mean, and that's Bama, that's my Bama, problem. But, uh, Oklahoma. My my problem was this, man. My my problem was I said that. If I'm a uh, if I'm a, a a UGA fan, if I'm a Georgia fan, I'm pissed at the college football playoff committee because you set me up for failure. There's only one team, one or maybe two. There's only two teams that ranked in the top four that can suffer a loss and still be in the playoffs, and that would be Alabama and Clemson. Would you set me up to play against Alabama? You're gonna knock me. You're you're basically knocking me out once I lose because now I have two losses. No matter the fact that I had a loss to the top team in the nation, you're still knocking me out of it because Ohio State and if Oklahoma wins, they're going to have just as much say-so as well. Yeah, and not to mention, I think they're going to penalize for that loss against LSU too. And I think that was at home too, if I'm not mistaken. So I think so. I think it was as well. Yeah, so I know they're going to penalize for that. Uh, I would say this though, BB. Let's just say if uh, Georgia did run the table this year and they did lose um Alabama today, I would say that they would have a good reason for them to vouch that they should still be a top four team. Yeah. Um, but I think they are getting penalized for that LSU loss. Um, um, we kind of, you know, which kind of puts me on the fence of do we need to expand the college football playoffs uh, teams to maybe six? Um, I've been kind of for it. Um, I know a lot of people are like, well, these a lot of these games, the season determines if you play the game, the season out the way it is, it determines basically every every week is a elimination game, which I don't think is the case. Um, not when you got you know these one these one these what do you got three one loss teams? So you got between Georgia, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. You know you know you're basically penalizing them for one mess up. But like you said, if Bama maybe even Clemson didn't lose if they lost one game, they would practically be in the college football playoffs. Exactly. So, um, with that being said, man, uh, you know, I'm excited to look at some of these uh, these games, man. So, uh, it's it's definitely going to be an exciting time, um, probably this week, and then I probably won't watch college football until New Year's Day when actually there's some New Year's Six games because everything in between starting, well, 
the Army Navy game, I watched that just because, you know, we, we got to do our due diligence on that. Like, you know, I can't miss that. Um, Yo, if I'm not mistaken, hold on one second. Uh, I, I want to look this up, bro. Uh, hold on. Isn't Army? I thought Army was. Army's ranked, I thought. That's they were what I ranked. Too. They were ranked. I don't no, know if they still are. Yeah, maybe I'm looking at. Hold on, I'm looking at the wrong thing. I'm looking at the. Uh, see, this is the college football playoff rankings, and I know they're not ranked there, but the uh, top AP. 25. They're ranked number huh? 23 in AP. Yeah, they're nine and two, man. When is the last time you said that? Mostly, we only talking when it comes to the armed forces. It's always the the Navy or Air Force. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they doing what they need to do. So I definitely, uh, you know, we'll definitely uh, watch that. Uh, that being said, man, it's time. You know, we talked about this this morning on our uh, on our production meeting. Uh, you know, we decided today that we would just go ahead and combine our big dummy award to the same person you and I both agree on. So I'll let you have the floor on your take, man. So, well, um, I, I guess since you uh, teed it up, I'll go ahead and say it. The uh, Sports Business Big Dummy Award for today goes to Kareem Hunt, mm-hmm. former running back for the Keyword. Kansas City Chiefs. Keyword. Yeah, former, because he was released. And so, e, before we even jump into this, do you think that Kansas City did the right thing by releasing him? Um, uh oh. Uh oh. I'm going to say no. And I'm going to say, here's where I'm going to say no, BB. I'm going to say no because they should have did this back in February. They shouldn't have did it now. If you're going to do it now, you might as well ride out with it and just take the PR, bad PR. If you knew about this back in February, because I think had to have known that about this tape that got, you know, somebody didn't burn all the tapes as, you know, the Ray Wright story. They should have released him back in February when there was allegations made that this was the second time that he's done this. Not the first time, but the second time he's had somewhat of a desktop. He had another desktop back in college where I think he went to Utah. Uh, so if you're gonna if you're gonna release him, you should have did this months ago. You shouldn't have did this now to try to sit there and save yourselves. You should have sat there and did this months ago. That's the only reason why I'm gonna say no, BB. Ah, uh, so I, it's that's the only reason why I'm saying no. The thing is this, E, because I'm thinking to myself, because I agree with you. I'm like, if you're gonna do it, like, okay. Side note. My problem is this. There's no possible way that a team worth, what, $60 million, I don't know, $60 million just this year alone, uh, the the, the uh, NFL is worth $3.2 billion, and you allow an entity that's worth $100 million in TMZ to get access to the tape before you did. You didn't want access to the tape, mm-hmm. especially especially when the ratings are up with the Kansas City Chiefs team every time they play. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. very excited. Very Kansas City so. wasn't going to do it because – like they, they, they are they they're they're putting together some you know some really good games this year. They're very exciting games. Let me say that. Mm-hmm. So no possible way they were going to do it. The NFL was like, we're not going to lose our cash cow. And then the wrinkle was TMZ was able to get it and release it. And now the NFL has to come back and do uh, cleanup work and say, oh well, we could have never gotten it. You know, there's nothing that we could have done about it. Um, it, it you you, you would have done it if it had been the Dallas Cowboys, though. But that's a side note. Anyway, I say I, I agree with you, but I agree with you as far as they were going to do it. They should have did it back in February. That's what I'm saying. That's the only. That's my yeah. only caveat about it. I'm not sort of saying that they shouldn't have done it off rip. I'm saying that if they were going to do it, then they should have did this months ago. Because like you said, I know for a fact the Kansas City Chiefs have it. I've seen those teams. Let me tell you something about the uh, NFL, BB. And the NFL has access. The NFL has ties with the FBI. When that being said, they use FBI agents for security 
for high-profile games. So you don't think that they didn't get a heads up from the feds about things like this for as far as security personnel? A lot of the NFL security personnel on these teams are former FBI agents, former military high-ranking officials that are their security advisors or that they run the security team. Um, the security personnel on these teams. So there's no way you can sit there and tell me that they didn't sit there and watch this film. They knew what they had. They knew. See, here's the thing about this too, baby. We have not seen, maybe, I don't even want to sit there and put great party. We have not seen a player, a player of Kareem Hunt's caliber, a young star in the NFL in his second year to sit there and go through an allegation, or not an allegation, sit there and beat the, beat the living hell out of an innocent woman uh, in his prime. You know, we had the Ray Rice incident. He was already on the downside of his career. Greg Hardy was, you know, he had one good season. But Kareem Hunt, I think, was offensive rookie of the year last year for the AFC, if I'm not mistaken. Um, led the AFC in rushing. So we haven't had a player of this caliber face allegations like this, too. So it's going to be super-duper interesting to see if a team is going to A, pick him up, or B, is he done for the NFL? <clears throat> I would, and, and like I said, E, I would have, I wouldn't have released them. I would have just let them, the NFL, put them on the exemption list because. And here's the thing too, and, and I think that you know, the optics of it, the optics of it look looks terrible. It does, and I, I um, I, I, I'm just leery, bro. That's all, because I don't want, I don't want to say anything else because then it'll come back in my word to be skewed and saying, you know, Big Sarge thinks that. That you know, men that hit women should be allowed to stay in the NFL, and that's not that's not what we're saying saying. at all. So I'm just gonna agree. I'm gonna agree with what you said on on, on that aspect of it. Now, on the flip side of it, Kareem Hunt had already had some uh, some legal issues before, correct? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he had a legal issue, but same basically almost had the same allegation when he was in college. Yeah. And so, and, but Kareem Hunt did as well. I mean, I mean, uh, Tyreek Hill. Hill. I was going to go into that was going to be my in lieu of the uh, situation as well. Well, go ahead, bro. You got the flow. Well, I was, yeah. So, you know, and I'm not sitting there saying that Andy Reid is a guy, bad guy. Um, but we do need to look at Andy Reid as a person now. If you want to sit there and chastise Urban Meyer for what he's done with Aaron Hernandez, uh, the quarterback coach, and some of the uh, miscues that he's had with the Pouncey, I think the, yeah, the Pouncey brothers were in, in Florida. Um, we need to start taking a look at Andy Reid. Um, like you said, um, Tyreek Hills also had a, um, a, a couple of issues with some domestic violence cases. Um, if people don't remember this, Donovan McNabb, uh, a former former player of Andy Reid, has been um, tied to some sexual allegations and some sexual assault cases. So, um, And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Hugh Douglas, a former Philadelphia Eagle, um, was also... Uh, jammed up with some domestic violence issues as well under Andy Reid when he was playing for the Eagles. So with that being said, I'm starting to take a harder look at Andy Reid to see what is this dude like, you know, it starts to, he has to start, start taking the fall on some of this stuff. You and I yesterday talked about, you know, sometimes you got to take the hit for taking accountability for what you're doing. You got to start looking at Andy Reid and saying like, yo, what are you, what, you know, what, what's going on? Because you, you start to have a pattern wherever you're going with uh, these players. Yeah. And that's what I say. So, you know, I, I did a, uh, I did a segment the other day, uh, and and I'm gonna do I, I, I'm gonna do it again probably next week so I can uh, make sure that I release it. But um, I, I did a segment called "Talent Trumps Toxicity," and you know if, if you're talented, it'll it'll trump all the toxic situations that you've been involved in. It's like, yeah, we know we know that you did this, but can you still run? Can you still mm-hmm. can you still tackle? Like, can mm-hmm. you still do those types of things? We 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 pay good money to our PR people to fix your image. But can you still do that, uh, Ruben Foster? You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Can you still do that, Johnny Manziel? Can you still do that, James Joe, Joe Mixon. 
Yeah, Joe. So that's what I'm saying. You, 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 you whether, whether the, the talent trumps any type of type of toxic situation, and they're gonna. Kareem Hunt will sit out one year, and the second year he'll be back in the league. Yeah, I, I don't even think he's gonna sit out a whole year if you want. If you want my honest opinion, um, you got to think about it. he was on a rookie wage scale, so he was he practically wasn't making anything as a running back. He led the league in rushing last year. Um, he's one of the top leaders in rushing this year. Um, uh, you know, so if anything, he'll probably just miss eighty six games, maybe six to eight, ten games if the team does pick him up. Um, just because, like, there's my thing. We've never seen since this new personal conduct policy, we've never seen a player of this dude's magnitude fall under this. You know, we had the Rupert Fosters, but if we look, you take a deep dive at it, Rupert Foster's been somewhat of a bust for the 49ers since he came out of Alabama, and he's had patterns. Uh, you know, Greg Hardy had one good season, but I can't think I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, BB, who had a prolific run, who had a prolific year like he did last year, comparable almost to Todd Gurley. And now he's out of, you know, he's he's not on the team. There's going to be a team that's going to pick him up. It's so funny, E, you say that. I'm going to name you two teams right now that can pick him up, and ain't nobody going to say a thing. The New England I, Patriots and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Actually, two teams who need running backs. They could pick him up, and it wouldn't be one word said because of the quote-unquote great franchises that they run. Both of them look at the Steelers are dumpster fire, and the, uh, the Patriots have a history of cheating. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna throw a third team in there too, who's just had, who's had an mo, who's been trying to clean it up for the past few years of trying to, um, who, who pick up these outlaws. Another team that comes to my mind is the Oakland Raiders. Like they've been known to pick up, you know, you know, people who had um, off the field issues. You know, when Al Davis was alive, you know, that was one of the things that he was big on was trying to get, you know, guys who were just, you know, quote unquote crazy. You know, so and, I, if, I, the, and if the and if the if the if the team out of Washington didn't have Gates. Who got injured at the early part of the year and have him coming back? If if they didn't have him coming back, they would pick up Kareem Hunt as well. Mm-hmm. So he he's definitely got some suitors out there. Somebody's gonna pick him up, and I'll give it. You know, I definitely give it by training camp that somebody would definitely pick him up. But um, you know, it's just an unfortunate situation. Um, you know, the optics look pretty bad. I don't know what the backline story is, but you know, if I'm looking at a video where this dude pushes. Uh, a female and she pushes it so hard that her head bounces off of an elevator door and then you know kicks her i don't care what it is man you don't put no hands on a female bro like you gotta you, you know you know it's almost like a safety breach man you just gotta walk away but you know another thing about cream hot brand like what is up with your team like as far as your personnel your crew like you don't have a crew that can sit there and de-this de-escalated situation where they can't break break it up i saw the film and it was just like these dudes was almost either a not trying or b they was just some weak dudes Here's the other thing, though, that, that, that you take into it because, you know, of course, uh, all the facts aren't out. But, you know, just for, from from what I'm getting, here's the thing. Uh, 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 supposedly, according to, you know, some of the media outlets out there, they're saying that these women didn't want to have sex with his friends. And so that's why they decided to put him out. But then other people say, well, that they were they were 19 years old, which is, I guess, still legal consent to. In, in, in most states to be able to have sex but my problem is this it's like hey it, it, when I was growing up bro coming up in my hood if you couldn't pull your own girl then you was weak go mm-hmm. somewhere man it, you mm-hmm. shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to live off of me they, they shouldn't have to live off Kareem Hunt's name and, and being his status in order to get women and Kareem Hunt why are you trying to get your homeboys girls be like hey bro I'm not gonna do that I guarantee you like this uh, I get, I get, I bet you Marshawn ain't going out there trying to get his partners nothing. No, not at all. That's like you said. Like where, where I come from, if you can't pull your own weight, bro, then that's on you. you ain't no, 
ain't no uh, 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 Sharon going around here, man. Hey, That's e, another, e, 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 don't come over here trying to ask ask her, hey, you got any friends? Go on, That's, bro. Yeah, Get yeah, on yeah, somewhere. Man. Yeah, man. Don't sit there and hit me up talking about, yeah, so. Um, and that's enough, you know, you know, you know, we joke around a lot, but you know, at the end of the day, man, you know, that could have been, if I, you know, I got a sister, um, you know, we got a lot of female friends, you know, I'm engaged, you know, you've been married. Um, so, you know, that could be any one of our family members. So, you know, whatever happened, you know, it ain't nothing, you know, it ain't nothing that we just gonna sweep under the rug, man. Cause that could happen to anybody, bro. And, you know, I know I've seen that, um, to kind of close things up, you know, that supposedly she may use the N word, man. I've been called a lot worse things, bro. And if you can't sit there and, and, and take that that, that, that the N word being called at you, bro, to me, you just weak in the mind. Yeah, I, I, I said, you know what? It, 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 I, this is what I do. When somebody calls me the N word, first of all, I start laughing because I was like, bro, I just used that word like seventeen times on the phone with my partner. Right. <laughs> That's why it doesn't offend me. Two, if you're trying to offend me by using the N word, I, I always say, like, do you know how long ago that word was offensive and? Uh, you can't think of anything else to try to offend me. Like I can give you some things. Like, like call me a bitch. Right. Call me that, and right. then we got an issue. But calling me the n word, no, you you you're just doing that because what you think you saw on TV, and then all these fake woke people who get mad about it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. Like I said, so you know, you know, I definitely, you know, I appreciate you unveiling the big dumb of the world. You're not about to change it up, you know, because I always take leads. So you know, definitely cream hunt. You definitely are the big dummy. But you know, I. I think the Kansas City Chiefs, the season could be done off of this. Um, he just probably captured them a chance to the Super Bowl, if you ask me. Um, oh, yeah. I think um, so as well. Um, so, but, you know, the Chiefs also, as an organization, they have to sit there and take this L, too, because this is something that they should have nipped in the bud earlier in the season, possibly even unveiled the videos and been super transparent, but now they have to reap what they sow, trying to, you know, here's my thing. If you do some dirt, it's always going to, everything in darkness comes in the light, bro. That's a, yes. that's, a, that's a word, you know, it's right out of the book, man. So, Anything in darkness comes to light. So if you're doing dirt, man, it's gonna come out, bro. Yep. And now, Eve, before we end this, uh, before we end this, uh, this, this uh, um, show today, I, I, I want you to take a look at something that's going to be very interesting in this Oklahoma versus Texas game. You, okay. you do realize that both quarterbacks pretty much hate each other, right? I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. They, 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 they pretty much hate each other, man. And, and that's what I want to see. You know, I want to see if, if Ellinger is going to be able to step up to the plate and, and, and be able to do the things that Kyler Murray is going to do. And, you know, I I, I like Kyler Murray, but by the same token, man, hey, man, F you, bro. Uh, yeah. Nobody care about you today. Not right now. Not against the University of Texas. Nah, man. You know, I don't, you know, hey, <laughs> it is what it is. So hook them horns. But I, I'm definitely going to watch this game. This is probably one of the two games that I'm going to watch, depending on how my schedule looks today. But uh, that being said, man, BB, tell me where they can find you at, bro. Hey, you can find me at uh, BigStarSports.com, and that has all my um, all my social media outlets. And uh, also, if you have the TuneIn app, go to KTXF, Houston Preeminence Radio. You can catch me from 6 to 10, Monday through Friday, right there doing a show, uh, uh, Big Star Sports, and also uh, Truston with uh, uh, my, the CEO of the Houston Preeminence Company called Call. His name is Jason Braddock. <laughs> Yeah, man. Like I said, we gotta get some. We're trying to get some bills paid, so we're trying to help BB out with some type of Uber fund because this dude, Houston's what like one of the biggest countries in the nation. So we gotta get this man some some Uber money because. Starts- <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. You know what's funny, bro? Like I agree with you. you. Said one of the biggest countries in the nation. Even you know we are. We consider ourselves a country. So thank you. Oh, big! Oh, biggest kind of biggest cities in the nation. My bad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. 
So yeah, you gotta give me some skirt skirt money. But uh, my name is Eric Compton, aka Mr. Thomas. You can find me at Money Compton on Instagram, Eric Compton on Facebook, and then also email the show at Sports Business S P R T Z B I Z N E S S at gmail.com. Man, other than that, man, we're gonna do this the same time probably tomorrow. Just wrap up on some NFL stuff. Other than that, man, we out. Hey, man, thanks for having me. I'm out. Hey, thanks. thanks.